Hello, Puffs. Welcome back. We're your hosts, Ellie. And Dulce. And we're excited because we will be talking about the Barbie movie. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, welcome, welcome. We hope you enjoy your stay with us. Yes, ma'am. And welcome to the Puff community. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the community. Like Ellie just said, um, right now the biggest hype on the internet and pretty much everywhere is the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. And we went to go see it premiere weekend on the Saturday it came yeah. out or Friday. One right. of the two. One of the two. And it was really, really cool because, you know, like how everyone on the Internet was going all out. Everyone dressing in pink. We did the same thing, but we made our own little twist on it. We yeah. put our heritage behind it and we went as mexican barbie yes ma'am it was so much fun <laughs> it was honestly i thought it was so interesting seeing people coming in as ken with their outfits i don't know if you remember the one that we that sat behind us he was in like this like shiny outfit it, he looked like a whole disco ball but yeah. it looked so cool it was such a vibe yeah and i wanted to tell him that he looked good but mm-hmm. he didn't sit directly behind us so yeah we he was really... a little bit a little bit further off to the side right yeah but yeah no it was really cool like mm-hmm. not only where we went but all the posts i've seen of people like going to watch it like people took it like how people go and watch comic book movies right when you go see superhero movies everyone's wearing their shirts mm-hmm. or a full-on outfit yeah everyone went all out for barbie and i and absolutely I loved, it. loved it yeah mm-hmm. because it wasn't it it goes beyond just watching the movie. Like for me, it made it like a really cool bonding experience for yes, you and me. Yes, yes. You know? The whole getting ready together. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if for those of you who haven't seen it, we did post a get ready with me. And we kind of did like the whole trip of going to the movie. You know, we even went as far as like getting pink drinks and everything. Yes, <laughs> even pink gorditas. Yeah. There is a local restaurant right around the corner from my house. And mm-hmm. they did a promotion. I think they, I was mistaken. So I thought it was just that weekend. I think they still have it going on. Yeah, they still have it going yeah. on. Yeah, so it's a whole Barbie promotion. They had like a whole backdrop of balloons. Mm-hmm. And they made pink gorditas which was so dope so like the masa was pink and the salsa it came with it was also pink it was just really dope and then the horchata too the fresa Mm. they made that one pink yeah because they always have that flavor like Mm -hmm. they have regular horchata but they add like slices of strawberry so like Mm -hmm. you get the hint of strawberry but this time they dyed it so it was actually pink yeah and it was really good it looked really pretty too (laughs) yeah like you almost didn't even want to eat it because it just looks so aesthetically pleasing right and because of that guys we always tell you but make sure you tune into our socials we are super active on facebook instagram and tiktok for the moment so just make sure you follow us at the puff lounge podcast yes, yes, yes. that's where we post our little adventures mm-hmm. and for those of you who are interested in trying out those barbie gorditas the restaurant is called doña lena's it's over on hammerly yes hammerly and hollister and they're mm-hmm. really really good mm-hmm. apart from just their barbie promotion going on yeah. their boot their boot <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Their food is just bond.com. Yes, the quesadillas, A1. Yes, but getting to the movie. So this is going to be a spoiler 
-hmm. episode. So if you guys are planning to watch the Barbie movie and don't want it ruined for you, do not listen any further because this is kind of a a review and our thoughts on it and we we will be spoiling it. Yes. yes. (laughs) So um, after you watch the movie, feel free to come back and listen to us. Yeah. So first things first, did you like it? I loved it. I loved the message behind it. I was actually telling my mom about it the other day. Well, the same day that I came back from the movie. I had told her, I was like, whenever I was watching it, like at first glance, looking at the movie, you're just kind of like, why am I watching this? Like, it looks very, okay, like, it looks very (laughs) cheesy and it kind of gives you like the vibe of those stupid movies, but you Mm. just don't want to watch it anyway. Yeah. You know, like at first glance, that's kind of how it is. But like once you like actually start paying attention to what's being said and what the movie is actually about you're just like mind blown yeah yeah so that's what i loved about it right and i feel like you also have to take it for what it is like it's not gonna be no super drama serious movie like it's Mm -hmm. still about a doll about a barbie so it's not gonna be super serious but even with that being said i feel like the director did a really good job making it serious yes you know like you just said the meaning behind it i was just i actually cried i think like three times during the movie not like Mm -hmm. full-on like big old tears but you know it was kind of like one of those things where you have to like touch your eye Uh to stop the drops from coming down (laughs) don't got don't want to ruin the makeup right because we were all dolled up and everything but yeah it made me shed a a few tears throughout Mm -hmm. the movie because i don't know everything it just talks about so basically I would say the biggest message behind it is it's plain and simple women empowerment. Mm -hmm. It's, in my opinion, to remind you that you're doing the best that you can, that a lot of pressure gets put on you as a woman, as a mother, as a woman in society. Mm -hmm. There's so many things on your plate. And then on top of that, you don't get appreciated for it and you get blamed Mm -hmm. for things when they go wrong. And so... I don't know. I just loved how it was just very woman empower- empowering. Me too. I love that. One of the other things that I really liked about that particular movie, and I think I particularly like this this specific thing, is because it kind of coincides with my personal values. Because at the moment, I mean, we've had previous conversations about where I've expressed that I don't think I want I want to have kids. You know, especially not now, and I don't think about it like in the future, and that was one of the things that was brought up where you know like you had your barbie where it has where she's like a mom and she has she's taking care of the kids and everything but they made a point in the movie where that's not something that every single woman has to do and it's more like based on your own personal preference so like if you don't want to be a mom then don't be a mom right you know? and that doesn't make you any less of a woman right or any less successful or any less empowered mm-hmm. one of the other things that i actually really enjoyed was the fact that although it was woman-centered it they didn't dismiss men in play either like they portrayed like obviously like men having their own values and everything but they also encouraged men to have their own individuality outside of being a husband boyfriend whatever like it's not all about what you can provide for your partner or your wife or girlfriend or whatever but it's what you can do for yourself too right so it's not just a woman empowerment but it's people empowerment you know Mm -hmm. and that's what i really loved about it how 
even though it's so woman-centered it's able to bring a balance into including everybody right and that's how i took the movie too, the message and that honestly surprised me because right before watching it i saw a post about how the movie was really bad and like don't watch it it was one of those posts where it was like warning don't watch it because it's not what you think you know and it went mm -hmm. into like why and one of them was because they talked down on men and the message was that you don't need a man that men are dumb that men are stupid that we don't need men like you know just talking down on men mm -hmm. and i think that's what a lot of people argue when they talk about feminism mm -hmm. where it's just like okay yeah it's good to be equals but y'all just want to say like men and shit and like you don't need a man and it's like yes it's what you're saying but you're also taking it out of context right like yes the message is you don't need a man because you don't need anybody and i think that goes for both genders mm -hmm. you don't need a man you don't need a woman and if you need someone in your life in my opinion that's not healthy i completely agree with that actually yeah like you shouldn't need anybody for really anything mm -hmm. you know and so i don't understand when people are like you know oh it's bad like i actually had someone tell me this on a post they commented on and they were like you guys are so brainwashed because you know society tells you that you don't need a man and women just love this like empowerment shit like just talking down on it and like i didn't entertain it because i'm like when people think like that and they come off like that to me straight off the bat it just makes me not want to talk to them because mm -hmm. I'm like, you don't, like, to me, is the point is going way over your head. Right. Like, what we're saying is we don't need a man to survive because that's how it was for many, 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 many years. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women didn't have the ability to leave a toxic relationship when they wanted to, when they needed to, because they needed that man, because they were dependent on that man. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the way I see it is more so financially. Right. Like, you needed a man financially, because back then it was so difficult for women to get really good job opportunities, especially when they had been stay-at-home moms. Like, right. you have no resume. How are you going to get a job that allows you to provide for you and your kids now? Like, mm -hmm. it's impossible. So they weren't able to leave their toxic husband or abusive husband or whatever it was because they were literally stuck and so that's what a lot of us feminists well luckily we're not actively fighting for that mm -hmm. particular obstacle because we've overcome it as a society which is so awesome but you know just in general just you don't need a man and you shouldn't be depending on a man mm -hmm. and the way i see it mainly financially speaking right because that's one of the biggest things in life like you need money to survive to live you know right. and the fact that you feel obligated to stay with someone just out of necessity is really sad and no one should feel that way like mm -hmm. i said man or woman or whoever mm -hmm. no one should depend on their partner for that with that being said i'm not talking down on stay-at-home moms either mm -hmm. like if you have a awesome husband who takes care of you and you're able to stay at home with your kids like by all means do it but also know and have in mind that and it's not just oh they're off when i want to leave like what if they pass mm -hmm. what if something happens to your partner and they can't work they become disabled they die like you also need to be able to provide as well right. for yourself or your kids or for whoever you may need to support right anyway that's my little rant on that <laughs> <laughs> well i actually want to chime in my a little two cents on it too because taking a little bit step further apart from like the financial stability of it I want to include the emotional stability of it because we tend to, or at least personally speaking, 
I used to put my emotional needs onto another person. And obviously, that was wrong of me to do because I'm supposed to be responsible for my own emotions. You know, I can't leave that up to somebody else. So like, let's say they're mad. All right, so then I'm mad. Or they're not having a good day, so then I'm not having a good day. It was that kind of thing, you know? And that's not healthy. My emotions shouldn't be dependent on somebody else. I should be able to provide my own peace, my own happiness without somebody else being able to give it to me. Right. You know, because let's be honest, like you're not always going to have that person be able to uplift you. So you have to uplift yourself too. Right. And of so. course, there are going to be moments where you need that support and yes, they're going to uplift you and bring you up, but you shouldn't solely depend on that 100%. Right. That's something where my mind switched a little bit where I used to think, you know, your partner makes you happy and mm -hmm. it's just like your partner shouldn't make you happy. You should be happy, period. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, their presence add-ons to that, but you right. shouldn't be this like depressed you know blob mm -hmm. and you're only happy and alive when that person is around because right. that's just unhealthy and in my opinion you're not viewing them as a partner you're viewing them as a life source basically you're they're your heartbeat they're your plug yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they become like the machine that you're plugged up to like whenever you're like in a hospital bed and you're like plugged up to machines just so that you can survive you're attached to that person you're plugged up to that person for you to survive and that's right. also not healthy yeah because then at that point you become a codependent relationship mm -hmm. and that's just not good yeah <laughs> and it's also not fun no so like i had seen this is it was an unrelated post it was on a particularly so like a very different topic it wasn't about the movie it wasn't about feminism it was explaining a, a connection between men and women right um and where this woman was saying where she's not interested in men and men kind whenever men approach her about that particular topic they're always asking like well what is it about men that you don't like and her response was it's like it's not about men it's, it has nothing to do with men like there's not something that i very much dislike about them and whatnot it's just i'm not interested in men right regardless of how she phrases it the message that she sends out it goes way over men's head and i feel like it happened the exact same way here well obviously not with every man because obviously some men obviously like this movie and i've heard a few good reviews from men about the movie that where they enjoyed it and they felt seen mm -hmm. you know but for the those men that didn't grasp the message correctly and that honestly felt attacked yeah and they kind of like imply the message onto themselves rather than actually seeing the message they saw it as okay but like what about us but like i don't even know how to phrase that correctly but like it was like it's not even about men it's just women not needing a man to survive with that particular message it's not even about men it's just has nothing to do with men it's about women even though I honestly don't know how to explain it. <laughs> but you, you are do you catch my drift with this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, normally I do understand, but this one I, I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, like how basically how we were saying how a woman doesn't not need another person to thrive. It's disregarding men as a whole. It's just saying another person in general, okay. right? 
And whenever we kind of say it in that term, that same way of like a woman doesn't need a man to survive, men kind of take it as like, well, well what? fuck me then. Yeah. But it, and at the same time, it's like, it's not about y'all though. It's not about men. It's about us. It's about right. women. Right. It has nothing to do with you. Yes, it's about you, but it has nothing to do with you. Okay. I get you that now. That kind of way. Yeah. You know? But yeah, so I thought it was interesting. Damn, I had something too. It's on my foot. <laughs> Dang. Oh my gosh. Sorry. We're losing a whole bunch of trains here. <laughs> brain ain't braining. It ain't braining. Um, but yeah, so just like I've seen a lot of positive reviews, I have also seen a lot, a lot of negative reviews. And a really common topic that I keep seeing is this was aimed at kids and this was awful for kids. Like, first of all, who said this was a kid movie? I understand it's about Barbies, and I can see how you would think that's aimed at gr- little girls, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. Yeah. Like, I, ne- I never once watched a trailer or, like, a teaser of it or, like, a press conference from it and thought, you know what? Yeah, this is for a little three-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Honestly, everything they did to promote the movie, the trailers, all of that, it always felt like it was meant for adult women. Right. And it's also rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. So it's also kind of like, if it's a PG-13 movie, yes, it's not like rated R, but just from that rating, it's not meant for little kids. Right. And it's viewer discretion advised, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I don't know. I just, when I see that, I'm like, y'all are weird. Mm-hmm. And I also thought it was a little weird how they just kept saying, like, don't take, don't take your daughters to it. Even though it's not aimed for kids, like, obviously a lot of people took their little girls. And I... Till this day, even after watching it, I don't understand why they kept people keep saying like it's so bad for kids. It like sends the wrong message because, you know, I even told you this right after the movie finished. Like I would have loved if I had a daughter Mm -hmm. old enough, like I wouldn't take like a five year old because they're going to get bored. Even though it's about Barbies, it's a lot of dialogue Mm -hmm. and it's live action little kids are going to get bored in right. it. And ultimately, they're not going to be able to really grasp the message. Exactly. Because I think all of those was... I feel like it had a lot of adult jokes in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, kids just won't get it. So, and then they're going to see you laughing. And they're like, that's not even funny. And, yeah. like, they're just not going to be interested. But I feel like maybe a 12, 13, 14-year-old could definitely understand. Right. And so if I had a daughter that age, I would definitely take her because I thought it was a great message. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things where everyone takes everything differently right because we all have our own mind obviously and so everyone takes messages differently and so i i i really do understand though how some people could have said what they said negatively speaking i i get how some guys are like oh it's anti-man like i understand and i can see how but it's just but because they don't have the same perspective they also don't understand how it's not about putting down men yeah And then, you know, once it got towards the end, because in the beginning, while watching it, you know, throughout the middle part, throughout the beginning part, I was like, okay, I get how some men could be mad at this because they kind of did make man look dumb and Mm -hmm. just I can't survive without this girl. Like, I understand. But as it progressed and Ken became more of like his own person Mm -hmm. and especially towards the very end when Barbie's like, no, you know, like, you don't need me. Who are you outside of me? That's when mm-hmm. I'm almost like, how can anyone say this is anti-men? Like, yeah. this is literally telling men, like, don't chase women. You chasing women is not you. Like, that's not your person, not personality. That's not 
your individuality that's not your individuality exactly like you're mm-hmm. so much more than your partner right. but like you said that goes both ways i felt like it was just a message of you're not and this is literally what we talked about in last episode mm-hmm. you're not your relationship you're not your partner you're not you and whoever you're yeah. you right and so you can get and it's very easy to get lost in your relationship you know like it becomes your identity very easily right and so to stop and analyze and be like okay this is not me mm-hmm. i me me you know like right. by myself mm-hmm. and finding that and i think that's like one of the biggest messages yes. that i took out from the movie yeah i did too about not being so dependent on your other person or not necessarily not being dependent but not transforming your individuality into your partner right and this goes for both ways like men and women like you're so much more outside of your relationship and you and your partner shouldn't be one your partner should be adding to your life right they're in addition to your life Mm -hmm. you know they should be adding more happiness more joy more peace you know or if or just like building something with them to uplift both of you but the joke they kept making about men and like whenever ken came out of barbie world <laughs> and into the real world uh-huh. and how obsessed he was with horses yeah. and how i just thought it was so funny how he the very first time he went up to corporate america and he was like give me a job because i'm a man <laughs> i just thought it was so funny yeah and then him going to the hospital and being like let me do a surgical procedure because I am a man. Yeah. Because, like, the way I see it, that's really how they make it out to seem. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not true or real. And obviously, it's exaggerated. Right. But on some... On some, some level. It, that's kind of how it is, right? Like, where... Obviously, this is not every single man because not every single man behaves this way but you i mean i've met i'm pretty sure everybody has met some man who has felt some sort of entitlement on some sort of thing whether that be on you or something that they're trying to do or whatever like it can be in like a job it can be in a friendship in a relationship or just some stranger whatever you know Mm -hmm. but they feel some sort of entitlement you know because again they're men you know and it's kind of sad to see it that way, but obviously it's true on some por- on some part. But obviously the movie did exaggerate it. Obviously it had to be exaggerated that way people can see it and notice it. You right. Know? But at the same time, not it wasn't just the men being exaggerated. Everything was exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Like the <laughs> parts of like women were also exaggerated too. So it wasn't just men. Yeah. yeah. But from the whole movie honestly my biggest ah uh, moment was whenever i don't even remember her name oh my america gosh. ferreira yes yes like that whole, that scene where she gives her whole speech yes I loved it. whenever all the women started being brainwashed into you know serving the man and you're only there to look pretty and to serve mm-hmm. us and she gave that speech of basically women empowerment and i'm just gonna read it yes please because it was just so awesome Mm -hmm. it's it's literally impossible to be a woman you are very beautiful and very smart and it breaks my soul that you think you're not good enough like we're always supposed to be extraordinary but somehow we're always doing it wrong we have to be skinny but not too much and you must not say you want to be skinny you must say you want a healthy weight but also yes you have to be skinny 
You must have money, but you can't ask for money because that would be rude. You gotta be a boss, but you can't be tough. You must lead, but you cannot crush another person's idea. You're supposed to love being a mom, but you don't talk about your kids all the time. You have to be a professional, but you also always take care of everyone else. You are responsible for men's behavior, which is crazy. But if you notice that, you're accused of being a whine. You're expected to keep yourself pretty for men, but not so pretty you try too much. You're expected to keep yourself pretty for men, but not so pretty you try them too much or threaten other women because you're supposed to be part of the sorority. You must always stand out and always be very grateful, but never forget the system is fixed so you find how to acknowledge it, but remember to be grateful. You must never grow old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never stumble, never fail or show fear, and of course, you must never be sassy. It's very hard. It's too contradictory. Contradicting. It's very hard and it's too contradictory. <laughs> the way that I have it is actually worded differently. Really? Yeah. Oh, dang. So maybe they put into their own words? Maybe. Because I remember specifically her saying crass instead of rude. Whenever she's talking about um, the money part. Because mm-hmm. like the one that I have, it, it's like, it says, it is literally impossible to be a woman. You're so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like, we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin, and you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer to men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory. Oh, that was a word. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It's too contradictory. And nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but Also, everything is your fault. And I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll just representing women, then I don't even know. I just thought that scene was so fucking powerful Mm -hmm. because it's so true. And this is, again, not to put men down and not to say anything about men because then men also take it i've seen this too where they're like well you don't think it's hard for us and then you know it's like it's super contradictory for us too and Mm -hmm. i'm not taking away from y'all but right now it's women's moment and Mm -hmm. it's a woman's movie and it's about women empowerment that's what we're talking about okay and again (laughs) it's not about men it has nothing to do with men it's about women yeah you know so it's 
I feel like a lot of people see feminism as a way to put men down and it's not. It literally has nothing to do with men. It's about uplifting women. Right. Like men aren't even in the picture in this kind of thing. Not in this kind of activism. And with that being said, yes, there are women that do put men down, but that doesn't, in my opinion, those few women don't represent the whole movement. And don't represent each woman. Because just like I said, no, we don't need a man. That doesn't mean I don't want a man. Right. Like, ultimately, yes, there are things I do need a man for. Like, I need a man to create life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, to create a family the way I want a family. I can't just do that on my own. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying I don't need a man for anything. All I'm saying is you shouldn't depend on a man Mm -hmm. to be able to survive. Right. And and in other words, you don't need a man to make yourself whole. You can be whole on your own. Right. And And you should be whole on your own. (laughs) Right. And then a man who is whole himself and you who are whole yourself, you can create something bigger and whole together. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But I actually watched her interview after the movie was released with America Ferreira, how she was speaking about about her role in the movie and how she felt inspired to play that specific role, how she wants to inspire other women to uplift themselves too. And I just think it's so powerful seeing someone else like on a big screen and influencing so many people, especially someone who is of a similar heritage, who is Latina. And that, I feel like that adds even more, specifically for me, that adds even more someone who is Latina inspiring other people to grow become more become themselves right you know no it definitely representation is for sure very important and to see someone even if they don't look like you but represent who you are Mm -hmm. you know your heritage your background it's it's really cool to see and honestly that's one of the other things that i really loved about this movie they were very inclusive about a whole bunch of different races you know Mm -hmm. and i thought that was pretty awesome too yeah not just a whole bunch of blonde blue-eyed people running around (laughs) (laughs) yeah but can we talk about alan for a second i know (laughs) it just felt so random even though i know it's not because he was an actual doll but it was Uh just he was just so i don't know so alan Uh (laughs) it was funny but i loved how he joined the movement you know Mm -hmm. he joined the ladies in the end in the van yeah remember trying to rescue all the other barbies i don't know it's just really funny but we appreciate all the allens out there you know supporting the feminist movement you don't have to be an outstanding ken Mm -hmm. to be recognized right (laughs) because i get it like standards for men are also ridiculous Mm -hmm. so i I, like i said i feel for y'all too not to take away from y'all struggles i know y'all have y'all's own struggles men have they go through a lot too but if we just uplift each other (laughs) that would if we can just like as a whole start putting people down Mm -hmm. just mind your business and let people do that we could do so much more in this world (laughs) if people were just nicer to each other yeah this world is just it's very ugly sometimes it is it can be i'm grateful to be a part of it and i'm so you know lucky to be alive but Mm -hmm. sometimes you see some things and you're just like Some people are just so full of hate mm-hmm. <laughs> and negati- negativity. And that's what I keep seeing. Like, some people are just so negative about it. And I'm like, it's just a Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. It's not that serious. Right. You know, I mean, it was for us because the message we took out of it. But ultimately, it's not that serious. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's only... I forgot what I was going to say. 
I'm sorry, we're losing way too many trains here. No, I'm you're sorry, good. guys. Because literally, I was, I keep seeing on my socials, like, little clips of Ben Shapiro just talking shit about it. And so I finally YouTubed it because I'm like, I was trying to see what he was saying. He literally uploaded a video that's 42 minutes and 44 seconds long just shitting on it. And I saw a comment. I thought it was so funny. It was, uh, it says, only Ben Shapiro could complain about a movie for as long as the runtime of the actual movie itself. Because <laughs> <laughs> ah, I get it. Like, you should put your opinion out there and it doesn't always have to be positive. But I don't know. Just seeing someone shit on a movie for that long is just... To me, it's a front. So I'm like, you mm. low-key liked it. Because if you're talking about it that long... I mean, obviously, <laughs> and on top of that, you went as far as even watching it. If you really didn't like it, you wouldn't have really watched it. Well, so. in the very beginning of his video, he does say that he was forced to gotcha. by his producers because, you know, he he's he has his own thing going on. So he decides like, blah, blah, blah. so he has producers and a team and he said gotcha. that his team forced him to. I think that's bullshit. But, you know, who mm-hmm. am I to say? <laughs> <laughs> but even then, to even go as far as making the video though why are you gonna spend that 40 minutes 45 minutes why are you gonna spend 45 minutes talking about something you don't like and that's edited Mm -hmm. edited so i'm pretty sure it was a good hour hour and a half (laughs) unedited Mm -hmm. with him just talking shit so it's like why put more energy into something you didn't like right is a question (laughs) So maybe you did like it. Right. Right? Maybe. You just don't know, want to admit it. <laughs> but yeah, he's not the only one. A lot of people, even though it has been doing really well, money-wise, if I'm not mistaken, I think it crossed $500 million already oh, wow. globally. And it's only been out for a week. A week? Not even a week because we're still... Oh, no, wait. No. Yeah, Today's a week. Saturday. A so week. like a week and a few days. Gotcha. But nonetheless, for what kind of movie it is, that it's a huge, huge deal, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm very excited for the director as well because not only is the movie about women empowerment, but it became reality because it actually broke a record for the highest, I think, opening Really? For a woman director. <gasps> That's awesome. We love it. Women yes. empowerment. When I read that, I was like, you go, girl. You go, girl. Mm-hmm. Go, boss bitch. Go, boss bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say, though, like, for anybody who really disliked the movie or just straight up hated the movie or they felt attacked by the movie and i don't mean this in a in a negative way but i do encourage those kind of people those people that took it the wrong way to self-reflect and why did it bother you what about it made you mad because obviously if it bothered you so much there's probably something deeper within that has probably has nothing to do with the movie you know and it just resurfaced resurfaced for you because of the movie that right. the movie triggered it for you so i encourage those people to look more deep deeper within themselves about it why did it bother you you know right. and work through it and that's not something to be ashamed of either we all have like our own things to work through and it's not something that we should shy away from even though it is hard to do to confront those kinds of things as much as i like to preach about it i will admit it is very hard to be honest with yourself it's very hard to be honest with yourself because being dishonest with yourself is honestly a lot easier you can shove problems aside a lot easier you can shove things under the rug not confront the issues but those issues will never go away 
unless you confront them. I hope that even the ones that didn't like the movie or hated the movie can find some positive light within themselves about it. Because I do think it's one of those movies that, yes, obviously it's just meant for entertainment, but it's more so a message. It's not like a superhero movie where it's Mm -hmm. honestly just entertainment. I mean, yes, you can still take a message out of it, but it's more so entertainment than anything. You know, I feel like this one just, that wasn't the goal. Right. It was, it went beyond that. Yeah. It went way beyond that. And on top of that, I feel like it reached so many people because at some point or another, every single girl probably had a Barbie or not even a Barbie, but a doll with unrealistic expectations of a body image. Yeah. At least that, Mm -hmm. you know, if it wasn't a Barbie, maybe it was a Bratz doll or maybe it was a baby doll. Who knows? You know, but like (laughs) at least every single girl... I mean, I would assume so at one point or another had a doll, you know. So I feel like on some form, it touched every woman's heart on some deeper level that it could have touched another uh, a man's heart. Because obviously, or at least most men didn't grow up playing with Barbies, mm-hmm. you know. Unless like they had like their sisters or whatever and they would play Barbies with their sisters, you know, that kind of thing. Or maybe they prefer to play Barbies. Who knows? But <laughs> my son actually asked me for a Barbie about a week ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I was like, do you mean Barbie or Ken? He was like, who's Ken? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> the male Barbie. Like, the male Barbie. And he was just like, he was so confused because he's like, why do you call it Ken? It's Barbie. I'm like, yes, there's Barbie, the girl. But, like, it's Ken, the man. And it was just, I don't know. It was so funny. Because he was just so confused. He was like, who? He uh, he kept saying, who is this, like, Ken you speak of, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I kept trying to to explain it to him but he was just like no it's just barbie he's like i want a barbie i was like um sure <laughs> sorry i just had to chime that in there because it was just funny that's funny because <laughs> kids are hilarious yeah but yeah my kid is to kind of put that in perspective he's five gotcha. so you know he doesn't really yeah kids don't a... really see it as like girl games or like boy toys or whatever um yeah that sounded weird girl games and boy toys <laughs> i'm sorry girl toys or boy toys (laughs) yeah girl toys or boy toys i i like they're little they don't even understand like the difference yet you know and this is a whole other kind of conversation but going back to the barbie movie one part that i did find funny was at the very very end when ken was all like because the entire movie he was all like yeah patriarchy you know and then at the very end he was like i didn't even like it once i found out it wasn't even about horses (laughs) but he thought the whole thing was just horses yeah he was just so obsessed with horses Uh it was funny and on top of that i feel like it also goes to show that's kind of like a reflection of those kinds of men in society who aren't necessarily like i guess egotistical or what is it called I guess, like, machismo, you know, mm-hmm. que no son machistas, who are actually just, like, view women as equals. Not that they see themselves as less than or they see women as more than or... But just see us as equals. I feel like that was also reflected onto that part because, obviously, Ken didn't like patriarchy because he was was trying to, like, take over, even though that's kind of what they did at some <laughs> point. But he that's not the reason why he went into it. He went into it for the horses. The horses. <laughs> and I got to give it up to Ryan Gosling, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just absolutely loved his performance. And yes. that big musical piece he did towards the end. I mm-hmm. mean, Chef's freaking kiss. Yeah. I absolutely 
loved it. He was a perfect actor for this play. I love He's it. a really good actor just all around. Right. I like him too. But I don't know, I just really, really enjoyed him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Margot absolutely killed it. Yes. Love her. I mean, I think everyone in the movie killed it. But obviously, you know, the two main ones, I just, I was, I was in awe of it. I loved yeah. them so much. And them mm-hmm. together also was just very cute. Yes. Yes. I love that too. And it really did feel like Ken was just so obsessed with Barbie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just loved it. Their performance was really good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, <laughs> uh, one other thing that I saw... There was this one post that I saw about, okay, you know, whenever Barbie goes and confronts like Sasha, it's like, hey, I'm like, Barbie, I need your help so that she can get better or whatnot. So in the post that I saw, apparently Sasha and the group of girls that were in that table were supposed to represent the Bratz dolls. Yes, Easter. What do they call it? Egg hunt? <laughs> Easter egg. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, not Easter. It's called a egg, egg something. Um, fuck. But okay, so we're talking about Easter eggs, right? And so one of them was that America Ferrera's daughter Sasha and the group of girls that she was sitting at the table were supposed to represent the Bratz dolls. Hence, why her daughter is Sasha, right? And then the other ones is Chloe and. And I looked at it when they brought up the picture of the Bratz dolls. Like, they mm-hmm. even got the ethnicities. Right. Right. Like, yeah. it was a huge Easter egg. Yeah. So, it's like Chloe, Jade, Sasha, and Yasmin. Mm-hmm. Bro. I was like, I was mind blown, but I was just like, yeah. It was you dope. Know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, and it's crazy because, like, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. But, like, I always preferred to play with the Bratz dolls over the Barbie dolls whenever I was younger. Mm-hmm. Particularly because of the body image. Because, obviously, whenever you're young, you're influenced so easily. Yeah. And I just like the body image of the Bratz dolls. But, obviously, and in honestly, that now that I, like, see it now, the Bratz dolls image or body image is so unrealistic more so than barbie yes <laughs> the waist is so freaking tiny dude snatched bitch <laughs> like bro their waist is the size of my damn pinky yeah I'm like what the fuck i always felt more relatable to the bar i mean to brats because i just always felt like they looked more hispanic yes that was one of it too because every single time you would find like a barbie doll for the most part it was blonde, blonde. and blue-eyed you yeah know? and i'm like obviously that's not me yeah that's not i know (laughs) yeah so i always felt like i identified more right with with the the brats even though i look nothing like them Mm -hmm. but they just look more on the hispanic side right and so it was just like oh it felt like the hispanic barbie bad bitch yeah yeah because let's be honest brats are badder mm-hmm. than brats uh, barbies brats are badder than barbies <laughs> fuck and i'll be honest though the play sets that brats had um they were a little bit more aesthetically pleasing than the barbie ones because i remember whenever we used to we used to have like that little house thing it looked like a whole freaking stage and it had like a little mm-hmm. like glass like dance floor mm-hmm. and everything with a little bar on it 
you know and the red car that we had with the cheetah print that was a brat's oh one that was too. a brat's one yeah that one was a brat's one that's another thing i loved about watching the movie it brought a lot of nostalgia of us or like me thinking mm-hmm. about the memories of us playing yeah like we used to make a whole like weekend out of it mm-hmm. when we weren't in school i remember that glass table yeah um you guys used to have and we used to build it like a two-story house yeah. i don't know if you remember and like we would make so much drama out of it it was just <laughs> awesome you know yeah i remember that it brought me back to those days uh-huh. and that's why i think we were more the targeted audience than mm-hmm. a little girl because it was meant to play our not on our nostalgia mm-hmm. and our memories right and obviously to make it more enjoyable yes <laughs> But going back to us loving the performance, yes, we were kind of talking a little bit off air mm-hmm. how the movie made us want to watch another movie. Yeah. Going back to Ryan Gosling, we absolutely think he killed it and his scene, his dance scene, his musical number was just phenomenal. It made us actually want to watch La La Land. Yeah. Dulce had actually just pulled up an old video about Ryan Gosling that had resurfaced of whenever he's like really little and he's doing like this whole dance performance he's actually very good dance performer particularly for this kind of movie and he kind of does a similar dance performance in la la land so it kind of made us want to watch it you know yeah because when it first came out i remember my best friend i've said this before but my best friend's actually like a movie fanatic but he's like really involved like that's what he majored in he's all about movies and i'm actually obsessed with movies the way i am because of him and when it came out he still lived here in houston and i remember him always being like let's go watch it let's go watch it because he would drag me to so many movies but i remember that one was one of those where i was like no you're gonna have to go with somebody else because it's a musical i hate musicals i don't know why they're Mm -hmm. just annoying to me and i was just like no it's a musical like I refuse to. You're going to go with somebody else. I'm sorry. Like this one, you can drag me to all the other weird ones. But this one, like it's not happening. Mm-hmm. But now seeing Ryan like go. do what he did, I was just like, we need to go watch it. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and it's we, funny that we thought the same thing. <laughs> I know. It's like we're connected or something. Something like that. Because <laughs> I literally, as I was watching it, I kid you not, I was thinking of La La Land. Yeah. I was like, dang, was he this good in La La Land? I should watch it. Right? <laughs> We should watch it after this. Let's do it. <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> se me va. Se, fue el tren. se me viene y se me va. Bro, the the train's just passing through here a little too fast for us to grasp it. We can't <laughs> hop on this train. No, no, no. The bullet train. But yeah, me and Ellie actually watch a lot of movies, and I think this is gonna be a really fun segment to do. So I think mm. we should keep doing this when we watch a good popular movie we'll kind mm-hmm. of give our two cents about it yeah call it i don't know we'll come up with some sort of name <laughs> <laughs> the brains aren't braining right now they We're sorry, are guys. not but yeah overall all right so what would you rate the barbie movie honestly for me it was a solid nine out of ten yeah what would, about you honestly i would give it a 10 out of 10 because of the type of film it was mm-hmm. and i feel like it it was a perfect film for the kind of film it was supposed to be. Got it. You know? Mm-hmm. So. So, now that we have given it our rating, mm-hmm. would we say Puff approved or Puff pass? We're going to have to say. Drum roll, please. Puff approved. 
All right, guys. So that was our two cents. Like we said, whenever there are good movies that come out, we are going to make this kind of a little segment. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned to see our Puff Pass or Puff Approved movies. With all that being said, thank you so much for listening. And as always, y'all know y'all can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all social media at the Puff Launch Podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for still being here. And again, if you're new, welcome to the Puff community. We love you all, guys. We'll see you here again in two weeks. Bye. Bye.